here. We are at the market show. We the took market show. I'm back, bitch. Friendly is back, my co-host. Y'all miss me, huh? I'm sorry y'all was a little sick. I'm still a little sick, but I'm here because I support my friend. Oh. Let me let y'all know a little tidbit. I've been really sick today, and he, on his lunch break at work, he brought me two things of soup, mm -hmm. orange juice, and medicine. That's a good friend. Black Boy Magic, I love you. You a good friend. I'm feeling much better, so that's why I'm here, and I would do anything for this bitch, because I appreciate that, real friends. Anyway, hashtag real friends. You know, this bitch tried to, like, we ain't going to talk about that. Oh, you better to me after I just gave you a heartfelt intro. Wow. Thank you everybody for watching. I know we missed last week. Ah, I'm so sorry, but you know, we had some shit going on. We real people and shit. But this week, I'm so excited. We got the motherfucking House of Representatives, Democrats winning. Blue. Blue wave all around the country. We needed Jesus. Yes, Lord. We needed that and we got it. And thank you. Thank you. We didn't get the Senate, but you know, next time. Next time. And I'm mad that uh, Miss Stacy was played. So we're going to do that Stacey recount Adams. in Atlanta. I know I live in California. Shout out to Cali. But I really need Atlanta to be recounted and I need Florida to be recounted because y'all are trying to end this out. Catch all black people down there. Come on. Catch on to. Uh, come on. Stop. Get out there, vote. And I know some of you guys were suppressed. Is that the right word? Oppressed. Definitely real. Yes, it's real, and I like. I think it's a reach that it was thousands of people in Atlanta, and then they had three machines. Like, child, you know how big Atlanta is, the city. Like, y'all should have more machines. But I digress. I mean, we need to do that recount because I think that we went blue in those sections as well. But the government don't want y'all to know. I mean, I really respect people like Stacey Abrams who really stuck in there, and she didn't concede. Like. Um, the Andrew Gilliam, he conceded right away, he did. but his, uh, but you know, he's actually going to be able to, I think uh, Florida is going to be able to re-vote for him and the other guys. Yeah, so, he, he reversed it. He yes, made a comment he, or whatever. He reversed the conceding, but I yeah. mean, black people, we got to stand for something and we got these strong black people who out here, this man and woman just out here doing big things. And I think that's amazing. I think it's very amazing, and I think that it's more amazing that we're not even out here just doing it for our black people. Obviously, it's for us, but if there, if you, I hate to break up the black and white, but it is what do it, it is. Do it. Do it. It's America. It. But I feel like black people, we are caring about the community. We're caring about everybody. I don't feel that's what's going on with the other side. Some people just caring about their tax bracket, caring about their color of skin, and all of that jazz. And I feel like when it comes to our people, we're not just like, like we just want the black people to win. Stacey want us all to win. You know, brother in Florida want all of us to win. And I can't say that about a lot of the candidates that won. So we'll be there for that recount. But I feel like that's black people in general. We want everyone to win, but everyone doesn't want us to win. Say that! Everyone doesn't want us to win. Like we're, we're always the people who stand up for rights. I mean, even since civil rights, but the, where's the Asian community? Where's the Hispanic community? Yeah. Where are you guys at? None of y'all ain't talking. I never see any of y'all face, but we always... Well, media doesn't show that they talk. I can't say that they're not talking. I just feel like when it comes to America, a lot of the conversations about 
about black and white, but there definitely is a whole middle ground of other people that's here as well that are not getting the uh, publicity that they deserve to, you know, speak up. And they're only getting talked about like they only in their countries. Like Asian people live here. Um, you know, uh, like um, people that live like Jesus. Um, um, like, what am I trying to say? There's other type of people here. I mean, there's other type of people here, but even for my Asian friends, they they are really just out here getting their money, and they don't really want to participate in politics. Because at the end of the day, they feel like it's a white supremacist thing here in America, and they get discriminated against every freaking day. But like you say, it's about having that power in the media, and if you don't have that power, then your culture isn't going to be seen. And on they the stay they stay quiet because culturally, in their culture, if their culture is oppressed. When you go, like when I went to Japan, I went to Tokyo, Japan last year, and I was like, oh my god, there's so many people here, it's like crazy. Everybody was like, well, they're still like an oppressed country, and I was like, well, I don't, I didn't really understand what that means. So when they come to our country. They're going to like follow that same suit. They're going to just fall in line, make their coins, and stay quiet. Because they're like, girl, this ain't our fight. A lot of people feel like it's not their fight, but it's a human fight that a lot of us don't understand. That it's bigger than black and white. Like, we should all just want equality with human rights. With different sexualities, with different colors, with different... Whatever you even want to, like, have a degree in. The old, that old shit... Going all the way back, Abraham Lincoln way back, all that. That's old. It's too old, y'all. It's old. I mean, I feel like if you're American, it is your fight. And we need to stop saying that whole separatism type thing. And I feel like that's the problem. Everyone wants to be so separate. And, you know, this whole Democrat and Republic thing is so old. That's why people are trying to be independent and trying to separate themselves from this party. And I feel like if we can kind of, the Democrat can tune in to those people in the independent, we could have maybe won some of the seats that we could have gained. But because of that, we didn't win. Yeah, I, I, I personally, I am, um, I was about to say non-denominational, but isn't that like a religion thing? Yeah, that's kind of like That's a religion thing, but I, I feel the same way thing. about like Democrat and like Republic. I, I don't pick any of them, to be honest, um, because I feel like all that does is continue generationally to set a divine line in between differences with that we don't need. I feel like you should agree to disagree, if that makes any sense. Like when with your family, you're not gonna always agree on everything or how somebody True. lives or how somebody like conducts themselves. But then they still family. You still love them. I feel yeah. like we family to a certain extent. I've been loving you for what ten plus years, yeah. and we're friends. But at the same time, like when I say I'm sick today and got a fever, you like okay, I'm on my lunch break, bitch. I'm, I'm gonna bring you some soup and some medicine because we got the show to do tonight. I make sure you feel good. Hello. I still feel like that's family, whether you, whether if I'm yeah. like, oh, that bitch got on my nerves or not. Anyway, we, it's gonna take a long time, we America. Get on my nerves a lot, we gotta bitch. get there, but we definitely <laughs> should. Um, yeah, we definitely should send condol condolences to the family of people affected by the wildfires of SoCal. Um, people have lost their houses in Calabasas. Um, million dollar houses gone. People have lost their lives, family members out there. Yeah, like three, five people. God bless them. It's sad. Some people really, they take stuff to the heart. So some people did not want to leave their homes. They stood there and let that shit burn down. They burned down with it. So God bless them. That's really sad. Even though I low-key don't feel like this is a global warming moment. I know I real sound real conspiracy, but I feel like a lot of people start these fires insurance fraud or people started because at the same day the fire started 
was the same day that we had five, um, that shootout in Thousand Oaks. So I feel like it was like a distraction for the government to talk about the fires instead of talking about the, sh the um, shooting. But that, maybe that's just me. Don't y'all kill me for saying that. Anyway. Um, just conspiracy God. theories. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, so I, no, I think what you said is valid and moving on. <laughs> no, did you, you see that Jill Scott video? Oh, what? I did. I know some people were so she mad like, about it. Some people were like, this is too much. I feel like she's a woman, <laughs> a black woman. We should not be saying that. But come on, y'all. Black rappers, black singers, R&B. How many songs do we listen to of male? And I'm a male saying this, that we listen to them talk about sex or like what they'll do in the bedroom. And we like, oh, that's my song. But why would a female do it? It's such a, oh my God, that's too much. She was expressing herself. I guess practicing sucking a penis. I was about to say dick. I don't know if I can say that on podcast, but she was like getting her life doing that. And I honestly, I thought it was liberating. And honestly, I don't know why y'all acting brand new like Jill Scott has not already been talking about sex. Do your research and listen to what you. Let's take a long walk around the park at the dark. She been giving us what she doing. Light it up, lay with her man. So she is a grown, educated, black, talented woman. If she wants to like, like stimulate doing this with Miguel, and I love Miguel, love him. But Miguel, at one point, a couple years ago, was on stage with his mic, and he was, like, hunching the air. And everybody was like, oh, that's so sexy. I want to know what Miguel D do, blah, blah, blah. Y'all was not all crying like that was inappropriate. So why would a woman get on stage and simulate? She didn't have a real penis on stage. She didn't even have a deal there. She was just on the mic doing her thing. She is a grown-ass woman with a child and surviving in America. Let her live her life. I mean, I think it was just a moment. We never seen Jill Scott like that ever. So I think that was just huge for our culture and people who haven't even really been experienced with Jill Scott. To see her in that light, like this is like brought a new found fame to Jill Scott and made her go viral to the younger generation. So... I say cheers to Jill Scott. Cheers. I love seeing cheers. you differently. I love seeing you <laughs> like, love you, Jill. you know, being authentic to yourself. But like, I mean, she was on a concert and she sings about love and um, I a mean, packed concert at that. Packed. And I ain't see one MPC. All day. Y'all can say what y'all want, but she's living living her life like it's golden. Living her life voice. like it's golden. I living mean, her life Jill like it's golden. Voice is I love Jill. Everything. She's a poet. She's she's she, she has jazz. She has R and B. I love Jill. And, she and she's seems, a great actress. Yeah, she's a great actress. She just she's seems so nice actress. and genuine. And I absolutely love Jill Scott. And I listened to her. I even made a video, like, to one of her songs. And I was in the spirit. I was in the spirit. Y'all must laugh, please. I love Jill. Uh, I love Jill. Oh, no. City girls. Uh. Uh. So City Girls faced backlash for um, saying she don't want her son to be gay. What's your thoughts on that? Um, I think this is America, so everybody has, you know, um, the right for free speech. But I did watch part of her interview with her ignorant ass. On a breakfast yes. club, right? 
Yeah, on her breakfast club. And she said that she would be her son. She can't even speak clear English. So, girl, bye. Everything that you even do, your weed, your lace front was made by a gay. That makeup that you pump it was made by a gay. Your beat face probably was done by a gay. And then you contradicted yourself at the end of the conversation on the breakfast club to be like, but my cousin gay. I got some friends that's gay. So, girl, what are you saying? You just sound ignorant. Just stop commenting on the community that helps celebrate you because I'm sure without the lace front that my community made for you, like a Go ahead, Scalawag. Oh, go in. Um, um, yeah, uh, you know, I really, I was empathetic towards her because there's a lot of black people like her and people in all different cultures who don't want their children to be gay. But I think it's great to embrace your child just saying, I want my child to be whoever he wants to be. Yes. I think that's power in that saying. But as someone who has seen how people can discriminate against gay people, you know, it's very tough for those people. And I think that can really enhance you and make you greater as a person. But that's not something, and people might not say it, and she might be the first person to start this conversation, but there's a lot of people in this country who feel that way. They do not want their kid to be gay. And I feel like this is a conversation that needs to be had where people can really talk about it. So I'm happy she said what she said, or we wouldn't be talking about it right now. Yeah, I'm not happy she said it, but I do feel that I do get that there's a lot of people in our country um, that feel that way, but I feel like it's very ignorant because I definitely didn't choose to be a, black, a gay black male. I didn't choose any of those things. I'm gay. I was born gay. I'm black. I was born black by black parents, and I am who I am. I just feel like people need to stop acting like gay and being black. Is a learned behavior. People don't want people to be, be gay, but at the same time, you know, there's a whole bunch of motherfuckers out there that don't want us to be black. Can, can I do anything about that? We black as fuck. Black as fuck. Next um, case. Next case. Um. Okay. 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 California teacher has been charged with child abuse after beating a 14-year-old student in full view of your classmates. Yeah, I mean, it is, it is ratchet, but I feel like when you scroll to Facebook and Twitter, because I love Twitter, I feel like you see that kind of stuff a lot. Is it, I feel like when I was in school, or like grade school, or high school, and definitely college, you didn't see stuff like that where social media wasn't as popping as it is now, so that stuff has definitely been happening. But if I have to be team the teacher or team the student, I'm team the teacher. The reason I say that is because I grew up in an era that my mama... I don't care if my teacher was being disrespectful. What I was supposed to do is go home and tell my mama and my daddy. And they handled that. I didn't grow up in an area that you can disrespect your elders. So, I see a lot of videos online that people are like, hee hee hee, ha 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 ha, laughing at that these teenagers and these preteens are disrespecting their elders. And that's cool. I saw one the other day, a lady just got a heart cancer treatment to the teacher and got back. And the student was mad that she thought the teacher said something and punched her in the face. I don't think that's cool and I don't think that's respectful. And so I'm team the teacher. Sometimes these people are human. These people work really hard and get paid underwhelmed. Because my aunt's a teacher and my cousin's a teacher. I know people so that are like teachers. this is real personal for you. Yeah, it's, it's very personal for me because I feel like they don't even get, it, they don't even get the money or benefits enough in this country to teach people and educate them to be get treated like that man was being called a nigga 
He was called bro. All that, that dude, that child was being disrespectful. I did see another video of Remy Ma on the Joe Budden podcast saying like, you know, I just feel like you're a teacher, so you're supposed to just teach. Yeah. But I'm sorry. I'm 32. Some of these teachers, so good. Go I, watch on YouTube. I just, yeah, I love that show too. But I just feel like, of a student, these kids sometimes are bigger than us now. There's a lot of shit in this food. They bigger than us. If a student running up on me or cursing and broing me and stuff, I'm sorry. I can't promise you I won't knock your child out if they're being disrespectful. I might have to just handle the consequences of going my savings to get out of jail. I mean, I think what you said is definitely great, but I feel like there needs to be a respect level even for the teacher. If we have a child that's being disrespectful, you got to know how to like handle that situation. This teacher was a teacher for a long time. I mean, this man was... Pretty, he was like 64 years old. I mean, a 64 year old swinging on a child. Nah, that don't sit right with me. It, but, it's never going to sit right with me. But Marcus, what do you do when you tell a child, take a seat, calm down. I'm going to send you to the I mean, principal office. Now. We'll talk about this later. And Sit they feel like, bro, and in your face. If they in your face all like this. Now, if you're in my face and you are and you put your hands on me, that's a totally situation. Because I'm like, I need to react. And, of course, we didn't see the full video. We saw when it was, it was cut. Yeah. Right. We saw when it was going down. But what let's say this child might have hit the teacher in the face. Like, could have yeah. many things that was like, yo, I, I feel threatened. But I, I definitely feel really like they do need to, to learn respect. They need to learn respect. Our mothers didn't These play kids that. Are majorly disrespectful. I think everybody here, the producers, you, everybody, we all know that if we would have been disrespectful, even if the teacher was wrong, our mamas would have beat our ass first. Whoop that ass. Whoop that ass in front of the lobby of the school. Ooh, I used to go and tell them, I hate her. I hate you. My mama would have whooped my ass first because she was like, you first of all, my ass. you don't, you you don't, don't disrespect me. your elders. But then after that, my mother would have came and checked the teacher. Like, so what really happened? But my mother would have got me together. My yeah, father would have got me first. together for disrespecting my yeah. elders. I just didn't come from that other. But at the same time, I was born in Texas. Some of these kids, they wildin'. They Switches. wildin'. They, they Instagram kids. Switch, baby. My oh. daddy made me pick a switch. Oh, uh, we yeah. got the switch one time child. in North Carolina. Them damn things hurt now. Child, I had switches all through ass whoopers. That's why right now, I speak my mom. At the same time, I still respect Todd and Diana. I love my parents. Oh, my God. Lord, I don't want to bring up the memories. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Okay, we got to move on. Go to Remy Ma. Go to Remy, Remy Ma on the culture. State of the culture says Drake is not a legend. Do you agree? Or fuck no, nah, Drake is a culture icon. What's your thoughts on that? Because I think he really is an icon. Like, there's nobody really like a Drake. That's doing it big as he is. What's your thoughts? My thoughts is I definitely I wouldn't say like legend. To me, legend means like they're dead, they're gone. Or like how people be like, oh, living legend, like they call Tony Braxton. Tamar always calls her sister. Tony Braxton, the living legend. Okay, so but when I think legend, it seems like something that's like gone. It's the past. That's, that's just my so that's my like, perception yeah. of it. But when it comes to Drake, I definitely think Drake for the culture is an icon. And the reason I said that Drake did the sing rap, like before he was doing it, I don't know who was doing that. He made he made it cool to mix pop culture and R and B with rap. And I feel like a lot of these rappers is coming out and like I'm a rapper, but Loki, I'm listening to their records. I'm like, bitch, you singing. You going in. And, I've been to and a you Drake might like speak Yeah, I feel like Drake So good. Uh, so, I, so I've been to a Drake concert and it's so good. And I've just seen clips of Drake concerts. I've never been to one, but they look very exciting. Like, Every song, you just be saying. I like Drake. Warren G. Warren G. Y'all not forgetting about Warren G. He was the first person that was a rapper 
that was doing the singing and rapping at the same time. Warren G in NWA. We're talking about like relevant people who
At the end of the day, I know their family is very wealthy and blase, blase, blase. But at the end of the day, Black China, sis. I feel like it's a stunt. Sis. It's a, it's a stunt. stunt. It's a stunt. The it's Kardashians a stunt. You're a stunt queen. You, but but Chris, but, but Miss China, Miss China know how to do a stunt too. Black you had China. a baby with the with the with a black sheep in the family for a reason. You knew what you was doing. You knew exactly. I mean, and and if I'm not, if I don't recall, she just did an interview and said that if he wanted to get back with her, she would get back with him. You don't think that's a stunt? Of course, she will get back with him now that he's getting skinny. Rob is looking good again. All right, so oh. This one, it's very deep for me. Um, I know y'all never seen me like get really sad on the show, but a great icon has left the motherfucking universe. Well, he's always gonna be here. He's gonna be in the universe. Stan fucking Lee. you have made all the like oh you're like an amazing creator and i don't think we ever really felt you until you left like that's how life be though bitches never want to give you your roses act like they know you until you did damn i was like oh that was my best friend i know and that's very sad that we do that but we do do that and we have to you know acknowledge that that pain, that sorrow when we lose somebody and someone like Stan Lee, he was a fucking icon. He's definitely an icon now because he did. I just hope to God that I can like get an ounce of like his creativity, you know, and just opportunities that he created for other people by the great work that he did. So kudos to motherfucking Stan Lee for a life of goodness and light. Man. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, brother. Do you have any goodbye words? Don't let these haters ever get ahead of you. Ever in life. Love your motherfucking self before you can love anybody. Stop being on these niggas who don't want you. Wake up. Wake up. Yo, go get someone who loves you, man, who who wants to be around you all the time. You don't need to just freak on you to be around you. And get your millions up. If you ain't got a million in your motherfucking bank account, you shouldn't be watching fucking TV. Cut that shit out. Yo, I'm done. I'm done. That was the market show. Ha, ha, ha.